I'm not gonna lie. It can be tough to set and maintain boundaries, especially when it comes to clients that are paying you that desperately needed income, right? But the truth of the matter is that if we don't set and maintain boundaries with clients, then we're gonna quickly find ourselves on the fast track to burnout or in a state of neglecting our family or neglecting our personal responsibilities or whatever else it is. That's exactly what we don't want. So today I wanna give you three quick strategies to help you set and maintain those boundaries. And best of all, you can implement this immediately. Even if you currently have clients and you've never had boundaries in place, that's okay. You can implement this today. Sound like a plan? Well then let's get started. Hey, and welcome to the Mama Business Podcast. Are you ready to grow your business from home but aren't sure where to start? Do you find yourself searching for how to get more clients, increase engagement, or set up your online systems? Do you worry that you'll fail or give up when the babysitter cancels again? (laughs) Hey, I'm Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama to three, and a corporate gal turned entrepreneur. For years, I chased the idea that building a successful business meant neglecting my family. I wasted way too much money and time. After a full-blown burnout, I realized I needed to focus on a marketing strategy that worked for me not the other way around, and I can't wait to share that same strategy with you. In this podcast, you'll find easy to implement growth strategies so that you can grow your business without the guesswork. So strap that kid into the stroller or grab that lukewarm coffee and let's get started. This is Mama Business. Well, hey there, Mama, and welcome back to another episode of the Mama Business Podcast. I'm super excited to jump into this topic about setting and maintaining boundaries with clients, but first, I wanted to share a super sweet testimonial from an amazing client of mine. Christy Mirabello says, Sarah is awesome. She is so knowledgeable, timely, and easy to work with. She helped me not just get my website up, but optimized my website's SEO and sent me super helpful videos on how to maintain my website and make sure I keep optimizing as I update. I am continuing to work with Sarah to create landing pages and more. She is just fabulous. Now, if you haven't met Christy, you should know that she helps women take back their lives after narcissistic abuse so that they can thrive. And if that resonates with you, you can head over to christyj.com and find out more. So thank you, Christy. I just think that that was so sweet. I appreciate those sweet words. And if you are listening to this podcast episode and you need help getting your website or your systems or whatever it is up and going, grab a spot on my schedule by heading to sarahbrumley.com slash services. And we can definitely iron out what you need to put into place so that we can get you started on the direction of having all of those systems up and running for success. Alrighty, let's jump into talking about setting and maintaining boundaries with clients. And this is hard. I'm not going to sugarcoat this, okay? And I know I said that in the introduction, but I just wanna reiterate, this is not an easy process. I personally am a recovering people pleaser and I absolutely struggle with this after many years in business. I still struggle with this, sometimes on a weekly basis. And it's something that I have worked very, very hard on. And that hard work has definitely paid off. It's made a huge difference, not only in my business, but in my life as a whole. So I just want you to keep in mind that as we are talking about this, this is a process. If you are really struggling with people pleasing, with setting boundaries, 
you might have to take this small step at a time and that is totally okay. Don't beat yourself up over it, all right? All that to say that, I guess, is where I am. Alrighty, so I took a moment and looked up the definition of boundary because I think sometimes it can be a little bit confusing and I just want this to be as simple as possible. So a boundary physically is a line that marks the limits of an area. Okay, it's a dividing line. And so we tend to think about these physical boundaries more in the context of like the boundary between my yard and my neighbor's yard or the boundary between the state I live in and the neighboring state or the boundary between my country and the neighbor neighboring country, right? We tend to think about boundaries, physical boundaries in that context. Now, if we're talking about boundaries the way we're talking about them today, the definition that's given is a limit of a subject or a sphere of activity, okay? So let's just take a moment and think about all of the activities that you're responsible for or you participate in as a mom. You're probably already feeling overwhelmed just as I'm saying, think about them, right? There's a lot of them. You might be part of school events, kids events, playtime with your kids, time with your spouse. You might have personal development time, exercise time, time to read books, house cleaning, cleaning time, uh, business time, whatever else it might be. Now, I want you to just take a moment and imagine if you didn't have boundaries or set limits on those things. Imagine what that would be like, right? Imagine if you had no limit on the amount of hours you spent reading books. If that were the case, then you'd likely spend the entire day reading books at the expense of something else. Imagine if you didn't have any limit on the number of school events your child could participate in. You'd be exhausted and constantly going back and forth from one event to another at the expense of something else. Plus, just thinking about that, golly, doesn't that make you feel just slightly overwhelmed? That's why we have boundaries in place. That is the limit on a sphere of activity is the time that we limit so that we don't sacrifice something else. And I think that we often think about boundaries as the things that hold us back. But I absolutely believe it's just the opposite. I believe that boundaries set us up for success. Boundaries allow us to be present for the things and the people that matter most to us. They allow us to complete the projects and the tasks that move us closer to our goals. And boundaries allow us to create the best results for our clients because we're not distracted by other things or working in the hours of the day, you know, that don't produce good results, right? Or we're not exhausted because we have this boundary in place and we don't feel burned out or frustrated. Boundaries aren't meant to be stifling. In fact, I really think that when we set and maintain boundaries, healthy boundaries, because we can definitely have boundaries that aren't healthy, but when we set and maintain healthy boundaries in all of the areas of our lives, we find so much more freedom in every area. So one of the big areas that we struggle as moms in business is with our business boundaries, specifically with clients, because 
in our homes and with our kids, it's very easy to just say, hey, no, you can have one activity a week. That's all I'm willing to commit to. You, We're going to do laundry on these days. We're going to only read a book an hour or whatever else it might be, right? It's easy to do that at home because we just do it naturally. But as we're growing a business and as we're engaging with clients who are paying us money, much needed money often, right? We can sometimes be feel like we need to react every time a client needs something. And that very quickly can get us off track, help us feel stifled, right? And frustrated and um, maybe even resentful of that time spent. So that is why it is so important that we set and maintain boundaries with clients. How do we do that? Well, I have three ways that have been very effective for me, and I am going to share them right now with you with hopes that you can implement these. But there are a myriad of ways that you could create and set boundaries and then maintain them in your own business. So definitely take what you need, leave what you don't. And like I said, implement slowly if you need to. Okay, so the first way that I like to set and maintain boundaries with clients is to set clear working hours. Now, I consider clear working hours as the hours that are visible to the public because I absolutely know that when you are just getting your business up and running, you might be working at all hours of the day in the cracks, doing here, doing things here, doing things there, maybe staying up well past the kids go to bed. Those things happen in the early stages of growing a business, okay? There's nothing wrong with that, but you do need to have set hours that you are visible or set hours that your clients know that you are working. And then the other hours need to not be hours that you are visibly working, okay? Not only is this really good for you, but when your clients and your customers know when they can engage with you, they're not going to mind waiting until that time comes, okay? They are going to understand, just like with a traditional business, that there are working hours and that's normally true, okay? If you end up with a client that doesn't respect that, then they probably are not a client you should keep. But most clients, especially the clients that you want to have, are going to respect those boundaries. It's just like you going to the shop down the road. If they are only open from 10 to 7, you know that they're not going to be open at 9 when you show up. You don't demand that of the owner of that shop, all right? So have visible and very clear working hours. Now, one of the issues we have is that we can set those hours and then be tempted to take on client meetings or requests outside of those hours, right? Because somebody emails us and we see that email and we think, oh my goodness, we have to help right away. I'm guilty of that. But take it a step further. If that's you, if you struggle with that, I want you to just take it a step further by setting up your online calendar scheduling tool. Okay. I use Acuity, um, but you can definitely set that up. And then when somebody emails you and somebody says, Hey, I absolutely need to talk to you about this or whatever, give them your link. Don't go back and forth with them about what times might be available because you're very likely to say, Oh, I can just do it anytime. No, you can't. You have other things that you've allocated that other time to. It's not to clients, okay? And I'm not trying to be rude here because you absolutely want to serve your clients, but allow them to pick from those times that you've pre-allocated, 
okay? If you've set them up ahead of time, then there's absolutely no reason you can't hand them that link and let them run with it. All right. The second thing to do is not respond when you aren't supposed to be working or, and I guess this is the one that I use frequently because sometimes I'll see an email and be like, I'm just going to respond to this now because I don't want to be thinking about it for the next two days until I'm actually back in my working hours and I'm using air quotes, right? Okay. Um, but I schedule my responses, okay, especially via email. And this is awesome if you are using email because you can just schedule your responses to go out. So I will write that email oftentimes over a weekend or maybe on a Friday or whatever else it is, a time that I am not actually visibly working. My clients don't don't know that that's my time to work or that I am working during those hours. Then I have scheduled that email to go out maybe Monday morning at 8 a.m. or whatever time that I would visibly be back in my office. Okay. So this also is super effective in preventing additional inquiries from your clients during non-working hours. Because I know that if I respond on a Saturday, I'm probably going to get another response, potentially another question, and then I'm down the rabbit hole. Maybe I've worked now for a good portion of my Saturday trying to fix whatever client issue is going on. Okay, so schedule those or maybe just leave them in draft form and send them out when you are back to your desk during your visible working hours. And then last and final strategy for you today is to eliminate the use of social media for client interactions. And this is something that really can help. And I know that if you are growing a business with a huge social impact, this might be a struggle for you. But if you are growing a business without using a lot of social media, then I highly recommend not engaging with your clients on social media. It might be something that you do when they are just a lead. Okay, when there's somebody who's just maybe messaged you for um, information about your services or something along those, but be very clear, this is not where my clients engage with me. Okay. And in my in my own case, like I very much phased out social media for myself personally and in my professional business. So I don't have social media on my phone at all. And I only check it honestly when I need to check in with a group or something else that I'm part of that I need to be part of. Okay. And I'm also only doing that during my working hours from my desktop computer. So it might be once a week. Honestly, I'm not there that much. And my clients know, hopefully they all know, I think they do, that the best way to reach me is not through social. Additionally, I think that social media and text messages, quite honestly, if you are not responding to them immediately, can sometimes get lost in the mix. You can see the message, not respond, and then kind of forget to come back with it, back to it. But with email or other forms of communication, you can, you know, mark it as unread, you can flag it, whatever else it is, so that you remember to come back to it when you are actually during working hours. So something to consider. Now, why does this all matter? And I think that you're kind of getting the gist of it, or we've kind of talked through a lot of it. But if you don't have boundaries, you're going to struggle to be present for the things and the people that matter most to you. You're going to be answering phone calls at random times of the day, running to the computer, always being on ready alert on your phone, right? And even your toddler's going to start being unhappy every time he sees your phone come out of your pocket. It's true. They, they get frustrated. 
If you don't have boundaries, you're going to struggle also to complete the projects and the tasks that move you towards your goals because you're going to be flitting back and forth from task to task. And that's not great use of your time. Really, it's not. And you're honestly probably going to be pushing aside those things that aren't pressing for your immediate attention. That doesn't mean that those aren't things that are going to make you money long term. It means that they're not immediately pressing for your attention. And so you're letting something else take precedence because you're not keeping your boundaries. Additionally, I think that if you don't have boundaries, it's unlikely that you're creating the best result for your clients. At least you're not going to be able to long term because you're going to be distracted by other things, working in hours and minutes of the day that aren't allocated or best used for that type of activity. You might miss things along the way because you're not working in an actual chunk of time that you would typically work in you're going to be exhausted additionally. Like that's a big deal. And it's not great if you start feeling burned out or frustrated or even resentful towards your clients because you're not keeping your boundaries. Boundaries are critical for the success of your business long-term, especially as it applies to your client relationships. So definitely take this to heart. Alrighty, mama, that brings us to the action portion of this episode. And we all know that action is where dreams turn into the reality. And I feel like this one was pretty action packed, but I'm going to ask you three questions. What boundary do you need to put in place? My guess is that you can think of one right off the top of your head. Even if you've been good about boundaries, what is the next level that you need to put into place? Okay. What strategy will you use to make it happen? Are you going to use a scheduling link? Are you going to time block? Are you going to what? I I don't know. Figure out what that strategy is. Okay. And question number three is how are you going to let your current and future clients know that this change has taken place, that this boundary is now in place? And you might be thinking that that part alone feels overwhelming. Just send them all an email. Just say, hey, I am no longer using social media for client relationship tasks, whatever else it might be. Please, if you have an issue that needs my attention, please direct it to my inbox. I will be checking that during these hours of the week on these days. Simple as that, right? You've put the boundary there. Then stick to it. They'll believe it. And they're not going to hate you for it. You know why? Because they want to be able to set boundaries like that in their own lives. Everybody does. And everybody understands that we have lives outside of our business. The only people who set ourselves up for failure with those boundaries are ourselves. I I don't think that that was grammatically correct, but it's true. We set ourselves up for failure when we do not put boundaries in place. Now, if you are struggling to figure out what those boundaries are, what they should be, you don't even know where to start, that's okay. Jump on a mama business strategy call with me. You can go schedule yours at sarahbrumley.com slash strategy, and we can work through this together. You'll walk away from our call with boundaries to put in place, the actual tactical steps to take in order to make those boundaries happen, and a little bit of accountability for a couple of weeks as we get those boundaries in place for you and actually help you maintain them. So definitely grab your mama business strategy session. If you need one, you can go to sarahbrumley.com slash strategy and schedule yours today. Whatever you choose though, mama, just know that I am cheering you on. You've got this. Have an amazing day and I will chat with you again next time.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.